takes to be a maverick To become a legend of the super pick Triple captain, bench boost or a wild card It's not a double game when these decisions are hard We've got 45 minutes on this podcast To guide you through so you don't come dead last But we know it's all about the differentials Or will you captain Haaland again this week? FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks Hello and welcome to FPL Mavericks Game Week 3 I'm joined by Roscoe McClelland How are you? Here we go again Yeah Game week two has sunsetted. Arsenal have just beaten Crystal Palace 1 0. Mm. We move on to number three, mate. So, what do you think? How, how did you go, mate? We'll jump straight into how your team went last week, how we'll go over my team. We'll jump into a brief chat about fixtures. Straight to the Twitter league. There's some movement at the top there. The Maverick competition. 1-0 up, Roscoe. And then uh, moving on to our features of the week and upset of the week as well. But yeah, let's let's dive straight in to your fantasy week, mate. You've done you've done quite well. Uh yeah, not as good as last week, uh, but above the average. Um, I feel like I've got more flags here than the United Nations as well, which seemed to be a bit unfair <laughs> given how early we are in the season. But um I got 51 points. That apparently ranks me two million five hundred thousandth ish in the game week. And I <laughs> fell two hundred thousand places in the overall rankings to six hundred and fifty K. Um, so the average was 44, so I got 51, and yeah, a bit of a disappointing one. Um, so I blanks from Rashford and Saka and Nico Jackson and Harland, who I captained, and Shaw. Um, so that was all, all pretty boring. Oh, and Madison. Um, I had Ramsdale on the bench. I tried to be clever, put Turner in, thinking I backed him for a clean sheet over. Arsenal, so Turner got two and Ramsdale got six, so got bitten there by trying to be clever. So nothing really to talk about. I've got Mbuemo, who had a great week, and in this opinion, had a great week again. Um, but, yeah, scraped through, really. Not good enough for our league. I need to do better. <laughs> yeah, mate, fair play. Where does that put you in the FPL Mavericks League? Oh, to be fair, I had Saliba in for eight points, so he got bonus points as well. So Saliba was good, but... Last week, I missed out on the double Arsenal clean sheet when they conceded. This week, I put Ramsdale on my bench, and so I missed out on his clean sheet points again. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, so where does that put you in the league at the moment? 20th, I think. Oh, you need to double check. It was something like that. Yeah, bang on 20th. So uh, that's a red arrow. I can't remember exactly where I was last week. But, yeah, hanging in there at the top. Who was your hero and your zero then? Who is the hero of your team this week and the zero? Oh, and Buemo is the hero, 16 points. Um, his ownership will have shot up now. He's at 
19%, but I don't think he would have had that much ownership at the beginning of the game week. Uh, so Mbumo is is the man. Um, got stung by Haaland, captain. But I probably, like lots of people, got lucky with Saka, uh, with um, Salah um, not really hitting them because I think he, the alternative, was, was Salah. And so that didn't affect too much. Um, so, yeah, mate, how about yourself? Yeah, not too bad. 57 points. Uh, Captain Salah, he only got me 10. Missed that penalty, which was annoying. Turner in net, who, yeah, didn't get the clean sheet, which was even more annoying. Um, but then went quite well. So Walker got me six. He's really consistent at the moment. Estupinan, 11. Shaw, one. Diaby, three, who managed to not have any involvement off a 4-0 win. So I'll go... Uh, well, I won't give him the zero of the week, but he was very close. Martinelli, who actually only got three after watching the highlights, he looked a little less incisive um mm. the Arsenal team. I was a little bit frustrated watching him. He didn't look threatening at all. Um Bueno is the star. I'm glad I took a hit of minus four and brought him in for this week. That definitely was net positive. Yeah, that was a great transfer. Well worth the minus four. Replayed. Yeah, it's quite a nice little run. So glad I've got him. Uh Stacker with the three. Uh Jab Pedro was my zero, literally. He was zero points. Didn't start and, and only came up for a couple of minutes. He uh will be looked to be moved on for sure. And then Haaland with two points, who was very un, un Haaland like um with the only winning two points, mate. So yeah, that puts me. 42nd in the Mavericks League, which is just very, very average. 126 out of uh, 126 points. So 46 mm -hmm. out of the 120 players at the moment. So, yeah, not horrendous, but not where I want to be either. Fair enough, mate. Yeah, it, you made up some ground, though, I think. Yeah. Who, uh, what are you, what are you, talk us through your moves, mate, for next week. What do you think you'll do? Well, the, the, I was having a moan to you the other day on text message because the price rises for the second week running have caught me out uh, where I, I'm, I'm someone that always waits as long as possible. So there was no way I wanted to make transfers before the game week had even finished. Yet, before Arsenal picked a ball, price rises had come through on players. So um, I got stung again on that. Um but so what i did then so when i looked in the morning i wanted to move stones out from his injury but replace him with another city defender based on all of the starting formations um akanji has played every game the two cup games and the two league games when he switched out other mid defenders he's kept akanji and moved him um moved his position but he's kept him in so you can never trust Pep, but at the moment, he's the only one that's played every game. So I've gone a Kanji rather than a Diaz or um, Gavardiol. So Kanji's in, but he went to 5.1 before I put him in. Yep. Stones have dropped to 5.4. So I've lost two-point swing there. Yeah, so that's the only one I've done. And then I'm actually really tempted to hold, because I had rolled my transfers. I might hold off because potential moves would be, do I move Rashford do I move Nico Jackson Joe Pedro 
um, and Grealish. They're all up for debate, but all of them have good fixtures and all of them have performed quite well in the games they've played. So I'm actually thinking give it one more week before making a, a change. Yeah. But if like Rashford had the most shots of any midfielder in the game week, I read seven shots, I think it was. Mm. Um, and United had a pretty good first half that he just didn't finish any of them. So there's something there that he might just click. Yeah. So I think I'll hold my transfer. So I had to do stones because Bulldog's flagged now as well. I just needed to get something in and I wanted to be on City's defence. So that's my move. Yeah, that makes total logical sense, mate. I think Rashford against Forest, if he doesn't score in that game, then you probably want to shift him on because they've got Arsenal and then Brighton. They do have a couple of tough fixtures, yeah. But then they've got Burnley, Palace, Brentford, Sheffield United in a yeah. row. So if you can... And he's a, I always think you can talk yourself out of it, but someone of Rashford's quality score against anyone. He'll score against Arsenal. He well, that, I mean, so yes, it's a tough fixture, but that game could be a 2-1, a 3-2. He's an attacking player, you know, so they, it's not that he won't get returns. It'll be harder for him, but, but why not, you know, if that quality? Yeah, I agree with some of that. I think that plays into my theme with Salah at the moment. Um, they have Newcastle next then Villa, and then have Wolves, West Ham now, and Tottenham. So, in my head, the whole after his performance last week, he played okay, he got his penalty, but genuinely, there's a lot of rotation threat with Liverpool now. Um, and although Salah is Salah, and he is one of the best in the game, and ever, ever has been in the game, mm. I feel like my moves this week is to move him out because i feel like the city team is something that you're going to need to be on for these four games and so sheffield united fulham west ham forest wolves i feel like after watching city you've got to be putting in either foden or alvarez um so i'm going to move salah down to foden uh and i have Timber still sat on my bench, killing my uh, money-making pot. So I've lost two points on him. And I've decided to bring in Chilwell because after watching him in the in the games recently, he's basically acting as a, a left winger in some of the attacks. So he's surely got returns and a clean sheet in him in the next few. They have Luton, Forest, Bournemouth. And I feel like you're probably going to need to have a, a, at least a Chelsea defender and then maybe a Chelsea midfielder, depending on how they go this weekend. So that's where I'm at. I'm going to move uh, Foden in and Chilwell in and then take a minus four. Yeah, wow. So two hits in a row. I said I'd do better, Ross, but I just don't play it that way. <laughs> I think the, the problem is the maths don't stack up with the hits. So you you, <laughs> you just, yeah, you're just going to struggle, mate. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be good. Uh, you, 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 you're chasing your tail with the minus fours. They have to score so much better to, uh, to, to return, I think. But look, with it, I was got one comment on Chilwell, only to play devil's advocate because 
I don't go on Twitter very much anymore. Um, I should call it X. Uh, I don't go on X very much anymore, but I was on there and uh, did one of the, like, the fourth or fifth trending hashtag that day was Ben Chilwell after the game. So I clicked on it to see what, what, the, the, what it was. And it was just loads of Chelsea fans abusing him of how really? shit he's been in that game. Oh. And it was like compilation videos of him like giving away the ball, playing people into trouble. And then there was another clip of this guy, the young lad, Lewis Hall, I think it was Lewis Hall that plays yeah. there, a game that he played. And like, you know, someone to put together like a pretty favorable set of clips and they're like, this guy's so much better. So I don't know if there's like, disc- I think Chilwell's the starting, he, he will still start, but yeah, there seemed to be a lot of disgruntled people about that performance of his um, in that game. So I, I didn't watch it enough to see. Um, you're, you're talking about Hall here, right? I think it was, I think that was the guy. I couldn't really see from the clip. But Is he, he like that? He's just signed for, for Newcastle. Oh, did it? Is this the one that is going? So maybe that was yeah. why it was trending. Like they were like, why are you getting rid of him? When? Well, there was different tweets. So like so, some were just complaining about Chilwell on that game. And then others was, were promoting Hall being like, this guy's great. We should just be using him. But it's interesting if that's what the fans take is that they're frustrated with Chilwell's performances. But he's going to play him then if he sold the other guy anyway. Um, he's going to keep playing and I agree what I saw is what you saw in the clips he's playing really high he put balls in the box so you think he's going to get on the end he's going to get an assist in there and they could easily get clean sheets in those fixtures yeah and like one, one back like football fans are so fickle like we all know Chilwell is a class left back he's yeah. got a great ball he'll score and like do the whole that to the crowd and yeah. how about Colwell getting bullied by Antonio <laughs> <laughs> Antonio, what a goal. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great strike. Um, but um you'd want your center back to be stronger than that. Stronger, closer. Um but yeah, Antonio's an interesting one to watch, see what sort of season he has. Yeah, I feel like West Ham are gonna be that yo-yo team, like one great performance, one shit one. It looked good in the weekend, though. So, well, like, yeah. So probably Ward Prowse is one to watch from that. Two assists, set pieces on his debut. So um, could be a cheeky, cheap, cheap midfielder. We can't move on without mentioning Spurs. Yeah, well, for sure. I mean, the way that Ange Postecoglou has got them moving at the moment is great. Like I know Man United did have a lot of chances and could have been in front you know by the second half but the way that they played the game and worked so hard and managed to grind out a non-spurdy result (laughs) is testament to the players that he's picked because he he basically gutted their midfield didn't he 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 put in sar um who scored the goal he's putting trust in different players each week depending on the team but he's still got them playing a certain style i know madison came off on crutches but do you know the injury update on him because he's looking juicy for the next few yeah no i don't know uh he's um he's just still yellow flagged on fpl saying um 75 chance of playing but they did have john stone yellow flagged until pretty much kick off this game week and he's like out for weeks 
so I don't know uh, if, if we can trust FPL. Um, I saw a clip of him in a moon boot, but they said it was just precautionary and played it down. Um, yeah. Yeah, it could be a decent blow. I'm reading on all the news outlets, but let's see. It's meant to be a minor MCL injury. MCL's knee, isn't it? Yeah. Why did they put him in a boot? No idea. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just reading here. One's a foot injury. One's an so, babe, who knows? I saw the clip of him. He definitely had a boot on, on in crutches and leaving the stadium. That's what's kind of sparked the the, uh, the online rumours. But it, he won't have had his assessment done yet. I think he's probably, he's probably away at the sea because I think Bournemouth are actually looking away at a team that we give him credit for. So, Burnley yeah, and it's one of those where the managers can play mind games now. They don't want to tell you, so they'll they'll lead you on because they know that the opponent's doing all the prep. So if they say, "Yeah, Madison's fine, Madison's fine," then Bournemouth prepare for Madison in the, the lineup, and then right, you know, two hours before kickoff, oh, he's actually not fine. And Bournemouth have got a get, you know, their game plan is based on stopping Madison. Is now they've got to change. So I think that I think the coaches these days play quite coy with those injuries. Either they hype them up, oh he's not going to play, he's not going to play, and then they play them, or they do the reverse and they say, yeah, he'll be there because they're trying to stop the other team and disrupt their preparation. Yeah, a hundred percent. And like with all these players. The key attributes that they have make such a difference. Like if you look at how Man City played at the weekend, um, Kyle Walker was basically the whole of Man City's right side. <laughs> he was defending Anthony Gordon and the left back, which mm -hmm. was just freeing up Alvarez and Foden to just pick up pockets of space. He is a bit of a beast, Walker. To be fair to him, he, he, he does. I think he's probably not the best bloke, given his antics that he constantly is in the tabloids for. But he's um, he's a pretty epic player. Yeah, physically, I don't think there's much quicker than him, really. And I mean, if he if he's defending Mbappe in the World Cup, and he did so quite well, then he must be pretty quick. Yeah. Did you see that clip of talking about uh, that? Um, Harlan's only not scored in like two games or something like that. And it was both times it was Newcastle last year and this year. So um they're saying it's it's Sven Botman's keeping them quiet. Yeah, interesting. A bit like uh, Grant Hanley did to Harry Kane at the Euros. Right. We'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> Although Harry had he did get his first goal and assist, so this could be a good season for him yeah i hope him and jude bellingham playing abroad for the best two best teams in europe outside the premier league will improve them will help yeah and i hope tim appreciates grant hanley getting a shout out <laughs> cool mate well right let's move into the uh mavericks competition um named after the mavericks podcast picking a maverick is picking a under 10 percent own FPL asset that's going to either shoot you up the mini leagues or do exactly the opposite. Uh, so, yeah, you managed to pick a winner last week, mate. I did. I did, didn't I, with Diaz? Um, my mistake was not putting him in my own team. 
<laughs> which I always find like a ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> and I said it on the pod that I was tempted to do it for Grealish. And it would have been a smart move in that game week for sure. Um, I just wasn't convinced I was ready to go off Grealish. But the other thing that put me off is I missed the price changes. So when I looked to do my transfer, the had gone up 0.1 and Grealish had gone down 0.1. So again, I had like a, it kind of just pushed me into holding. For whether that's the right logic or not, probably not the right logic. But I just thought, mm, I'll wait. Yeah, fair mate. Grealish did start. He just didn't do anything. Um, I ended up actually benching him anyway. So that, again, didn't need to use the transfer because, yeah, I had enough midfielders out. So I was quite happy with Grealish on the bench against Newcastle um, and just ran the risk of no Liverpool players. So I probably got away with that one. Go on, so I did, though. But So that was Diaz versus... Diaby. Diaby. Who didn't do anything in a 4 0 win, but did smack a post. So I think I was a bit unlucky there. Yeah. But you get to go first this week. It's your turn to go first. So you've got first pick. Yeah, mate. And there was, uh, just for the listeners, we do have a, a pundit's WhatsApp channel, although we haven't managed to get any of them on yet. Um, I was calling you out for being too obvious with Diaz, even though I was going to go for it. So. I'm going to go with someone less obvious and probably leave the door open here, Roscoe. Um, striker, top team, and he is 5.6% owned. Who would you guess that would be, mate? No, he's 6.3% owned. He's 5.6 in price. He's a striker. 5.6 in price, 6% owned. Mm. Wissa. No, it's actually not. It's uh, Eddie Nketiah. Nketiah. Cool. I've got right. three names written down here, and that we've mentioned two of the three already then. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think just watching him from an eye test perspective, he should have scored. Uh, twice and he won the penalty so i think his conversion rate has to be better to keep that place before jesus comes back however he is creating a lot of chances and arsenal have a ridiculously good run so i feel like it's only a matter of time with him to to get points i nearly brought him in my team this week myself i just couldn't justify it with the, the fires that i had so this could be uh one that shoots me in the foot here because i'm doing exactly what i laughed at you for um but full of manchester united everton Tottenham, bournemouth like arsenal are a man city there they can score goals in any games but fulham I yeah they're not great have they so far so yeah i like it good pick cheap damage too. cheap too so if you've got no money and you need to, an idea 5.6 did you say 5.6 yeah, a bit of a debate on uh Joe pedro at the moment is, i think just because of his minutes he hasn't started yet so uh he kind of got a lucky well lucky he got a return on the first week off the bench and then he didn't get a return off the bench but he's only getting 25 minutes so if you need a different cheap option that seems great whilst jesus 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 is yeah mate um 
yourself who are you pitting against eddie so and Ketty was in my list but he was probably my second choice so you, yeah my first choice was wissa oh i um, was expecting that roscoe i was expecting from you an alvarez or something like that alvarez there you go the third name in my list <laughs> <laughs> so you've done a little bit better this right, i got the proof i'm holding up the list they are there yeah i um, they were the three i was looking at um if you look at the total point like just really simple stats of total points so far which has got 20 alvarez has got 12 and katie has got 13. Yep. so which has got the best points return in two games crystal palace at home so home fixture you know not an easy team but a, a team where you expect them to score and then probably what swung it in addition to the fact that he's collected more points straight away is their second not so much about this week but they played bournemouth at home next week and so as a transfer he'd be quite a nice transfer to put in because you're going to get some decent fixtures quite quickly out of him and um, brentford just look good don't they so i think him and Bremo are the are the two um, real danger players um and brentford are in good form at the start of the season so yeah try and bank on that with with Wissa. I don't know how long he'd last. Uh, yeah. in the team, but... Well, I don't know when. Like, when, when does uh, Tony come back? Tony, Ivan, Tony, yeah. Oh, I, wasn't it months? I don't know. I shaved the top of my head. So he should be in the team for a while. Um, yeah, it should be for sure. And they, I think the worry was that do Brentford look the same without Tony and will they struggle? But they've had two good results so far. So um, those guys have stepped up. Wissa's a good player. He's fast, isn't he? Um, so we'll see how long he keeps it up. But yeah, Wissa's my, my pick. I actually don't have the prize in front of me. So that's okay. I think he's six ish. So yeah. Visser versus uh, Eddie and Kessier. Good, good pitting. Oh, let me give it to you here because I've got it now. So he's 6.1 million. So he's more expensive than a Kessier. Mm. I think that's a good matchup. All right, mate. We'll, we'll move on to the features. So something slightly new for the Mavericks podcast. We, we've got little uh, topics that we're going to use each week, depending on how we see Again, we go in, we've got Bargain Bucket, Mavcap, Billy Bandwagon, Fixtures First, I Test, Statman, Phil the Phoenix, Icarus, and Safer's Houses. So, which one are you going to pick this week, mate? And who is it? I'm going to go with um, one of the new ones, which is the Billy Bandwagon feature. So, Billy Bandwagon, for the listeners, is the player of the time. Think Lord Lundstrom. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. For Gundogan, that that free pitch, uh, five games he has, where he outscored every striker probably in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Jesse Lingard, there's another. Yes, he was another one. Jesse Lingard. It is a little bit early in the season to do this, but I feel like there's a couple of contenders that was that's worth worth talking about. So, I think you got to look at Brentford and Brighton as probably the main place for these yeah then you've got mitoma now 12 points on the board 
Uh, and you've got Mbwemo with another 16 points in that one game week and the penalty in the first game week, and then Whistler with 20 points. So I think these are plays everybody's looking at that were not banked in the template at the start of the season, that people are now going to make the decision, do you jump on them? Actually, with Brian, I was going to mention March because I think everyone knows March's abilities and what he did last year where he went on a bit of a run. Yeah. And... Again, he's not being picked over uh, in that Brighton team. Other people would have had Matoma ahead of him or not had a Brighton midfielder. So I think they're the ones to look at. But the big one is is definitely Mbumo, I think. That's, that is the bandwagon pick. I Do you bring him in now? Or if you don't have him, he's 18.9% owned. So he's not yet near that sort of template level. I think you bring it now, right? They've got seven points against Tottenham, sixteen points against Spurs, with Palace and Bournemouth the next two. And he's only six. He's well, he's up to six point seven. So people are jumping on the bandwagon. So he's up point two, um, but he could go higher. Decent. I like it, mate. I'm on that bandwagon. Is there a bandwagon pick that I've not mentioned there that you think is you throw in the mix? consideration let's do uh well yeah but he's all he's 60 percent owned so i think he's template for me rather than but if you're not on him yet probably martinelli's a bit of a bandwagon picking it everyone's, mm, yeah everyone's just on him because of what he did last season i don't think he he's the opposite of what i'm going to jump into now which is the eye test i think um I'm, I am a very much an eye test player. I like stats, but I'm always eye test. Mm. Uh, I, I think as to opinion as well, what you just mentioned there, I've just looked him up. Like To be fair, so 60% owned, but that's, that, that could rise a lot. Like Haaland's 90% owned. So if he's got seven points and then 11 points, West Ham next fixture. Again, if you're not in that 60%, do you just keep not you know do you stay without it or do you break jump on the bandwagon um because like you say martinelli is more of a logical pick based on last season but he's not returned he's had you know was it one assist so far yeah exactly um i'm gonna run off eye test then which is just no stats. no stats just gravy <laughs> mm, love gravy I'm gonna go with uh Raheem Sterling. Ooh. Yeah. A trap for many an FPL player. However, he in that first half looked electric, lightning electric. He oh, that run into the box that he did. He went how many players did he get past? And with Luton on the horizon, I nearly brought him in this week. I just I just was a little bit worried he was a trap and I had other things to sort out. But I genuinely think for the run that they have, and if Raheem Sterling gets penalties off of uh, Enzo after he missed that one, everybody will be hauling him in the team. So watch him, Luton, next few games. I think Sterling will be the man. Yeah. I like Sterling. I reckon I had him last year for a period, but he then he flopped, didn't he? Yeah. So I think like um he at City he was he was a good one to have 
if you'd work out the rotation. Um, he didn't really deliver. So, hmm. Good stuff, mate. Well, that's an interesting segment to finish. Um, we'll go into upset of the week, which we get to this stage every week, and I cannot remember for the life of me who I picked. Upset of the week, yeah. We should really write these down, mate. <laughs> but to be honest, we did the same last week. We were just going off the memory test. There, were, there was only one upset anyway, and that was uh West Ham against Chelsea, really. So did any did either of us pick Chelsea Chelsea? No, I think I said Everton against Villa. And they got, and they got pumped 4 0. So is that right? Yeah, and then who did I say? Did you say Fulham Brentford? No, you said Wolves Brighton, I think. Yes, it did. And Brian <laughs> just eight goals against our two picks. <laughs> <laughs> About as good as our Mavericks as well. <laughs> Should we bother doing this, right? <laughs> At what point do we give up? No, we're going to do this because I'm going to write this down. Who do you reckon this week is going to give an upset? Who do I reckon this week? Uh, probably not looting against Chelsea. Yeah um or Bournemouth against Spurs so it's um I mean uh, would Burnley against Villa be an upset probably yeah yeah for sure Vincent company is going to get it it's going to get them to come good so I would say Burnley against Villa even though Villa look really good but he's uh he's got a home game yeah he'll get it right okay that, i like that i think that's a really good one uh shit. i'll go bournemouth yeah they looked good and they'll cause they've got spurs yeah at home yeah they will cause uh spurs problems i don't i think yeah i think they they'll get a draw or a win yeah yeah, it's going to be. Yes, yeah, it looks that most of the fixtures are pretty, pretty um, unbalanced. You know, good team against bad team. West Ham away at Brighton, maybe as well. If West Ham turn up, they could easily grind out a result there. Except yeah. pieces. But Brighton are so good. You'd still say Brighton's the favourite there for, for sure. But you know, big uh, David Moyes has just got a load of huge lads in that team. They're going to hang everything. <laughs> And uh, a good amount of bullying and strong arming against the more technical side. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, uh, who will who will be your top scorer of the week? And are you going against uh, Harland? Oh, as in like, uh, yeah, who will perform the best? Yeah. Yeah, I think. What do you think, mate? Because I'm not ready to give you an answer. So in all honesty, give me a second. I just don't think you can go against Haaland, can you? No, not this week. Not against Sheffield. If anyone was to beat him, it's going to be someone like Chilwell at Chelsea or an Arsenal defender that scores, that gets a clean sheet, an assist or something like that. Yeah. Who does Liverpool have again? Newcastle. Yeah, so it's going to be a struggle for them. Yeah, no, I think it's looking like Haaland again, but um, he's not. Yeah, he's not firing on all cylinders. So I think maybe strategic um, 
weeks, you know, like this week, it was the right decision to go off Haaland. Um, and there was a few different options you could have gone with and, and bedded his results. So probably Haaland looks good against Sheffield United, but in a tougher fixture, again, maybe there's another chance to mix it up. Oh, yeah, I think, I think Let's see what happens. If he doesn't score against Sheffield United, then maybe the robot is no more. Yeah, because I think in the highlights, he got chances. He just like scuffed them. Yeah. Like he wasn't really on it. Like it was, it wasn't that they didn't get in the ball. He just didn't, didn't really have his quality. Um, so yeah, there's a chance there. See what happens. Uh, but looking forward to it, mate. Hopefully we both have a good week and we can climb up the Mav league. Sounds good, mate. We need to be top 10. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You're, and you're, we're pretty tight, aren't we? Between us yeah you'd be, what's your total points you'd be six points in front of something like that I would guess. it's not many yeah yeah it's not many at all it was more last week and then you've uh you beat you know you beat me this week so the gap is closing i think i have one two six yeah why am i finding it so hard to find my total point score yes yeah, so you're a good 10 points in front it's not a lot the disappointing thing is I remember saying last week I was seven points off top last week, which I was pretty good happy with because I thought, oh, that's pretty easy. That's not really, you know, you can make that up in a week. And I'm now 25 points off the top in the Mavericks group. So just in a week, it now looks like a big, <laughs> a big gap to close between 1st and 20th. Interesting. Yeah. So... Um well that's it mate looking forward to chatting next week sounds good brother have a good one catch you soon see you mate bye, bye.